Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's episode eight of the Perth Footy Podcast. Cal and I are very excited to be back this week. We've got a huge episode in store for you. We've got former Essendon Bomber Ford Pocket, South Rumantle Star, now Wesley Curtin, High Flyer, joining us, Corey Delolio, for episode eight, and he'll share his football journey to all you listeners. Our usual segments such as Wally Box, Where's Wally, and the CTF Women's Update. Plus a new segment this week where we'll go through the ladders of all the competitions. So stay tuned. This is the Perth Footy Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's episode eight, as we did say in the preview of the Perth Footy Podcast. Cal, a wet and wild weekend... A few tight hammies flying around. I'm sure yours was feeling a little bit pinchy on the weekend. Absolutely. Preston okay for myself. We were talking about it on the Thursday. You know, are we going to get up for a, for such a, a wild and wet day? But it wasn't too bad in the end for us, Jakey. Look, we probably, I don't know about you, but our first half was pretty uh, was pretty schmick, to be honest. There was not a lot of wind and not a lot of rain. And then uh, after half time, we ran out of the rooms and, and bang, soaked. So. Well, I think it's always a funny thing, especially... I'd, I'd probably this from your perspective. You'd be in the rooms at halftime and you can just, the tin shed at, uh, at Billy yep. Graydon, you would just hear the rain <laughs> trickle on there, the wind would be blowing, and as soon as you pop out of the rooms, you just go, oh, I might need another rub down. Yeah, yeah mind, mindset completely changes, Jakey. And, and we were fortunate enough to get the chockies, but, uh, you know, it's, some bikes disappear in the wet weather, Jake. I wouldn't say I completely disappeared on Saturday. But I wasn't. You did a, enough. I wasn't a feature, you know. Like, mm. a, you know, it's tough as a as a forward when the weather comes down. But we were lucky enough to just be in front at the right time. And um, yeah, it was, you know. And I think Jake, we're in for the similar conditions this week. That is correct. Yep. But I mean, going back to that cow, huge win for you guys. You've knocked off Wesley Curtin, who were um, red hot, and yep. them and North Beach were clear um, on top. I think yep. Kingsway might have been just trailing them too. But the two inform, um, or two of the informed teams in the competition. So great win by, yep. by it, TIs. Good win, mate. And we couldn't have been more on. We had a lot of contributors, which is which is really good. We were the uh, the feature game, the live stream as well from the. The Perth All League, which is nice. Got a bit of love from Cam Robbins and Ward Harris as well, Jakey, which I'm all about. Um, but complete win for us. Our great mate, Corey Delolio, wasn't playing. That's always handy when uh, when Kurt Newney Wesley are missing one of their stars. But we were good, mate. was good to get the chockies. How did your boys go? You did just say to me that university are coming. Uni are coming. So... Oh, that's a complete lie. I oh, mate, you, I think you've, you've, the lid's off at uni. That's what you were just implying before. No, it was good. We, we did start um, one and two to begin the year. So we've had uh, three on the trot now. And I think oh, we've, we've uh, yeah. started to get a little bit of form. Um, but again, huge test this week against Kingsway oh, at yeah. Kingsway. So you, um, I know you boys had a, had a tough loss there the other week. So we're Slick definitely prepared for uh, to go out there again but as you said it's going to be i think 25 mils of rain so the yeah. hammy is you know feeling Thanks a little bit know, tight so the sort of, that's the sort of thing you probably can keep to yourself especially that we've got a lot of fine weather listeners on our podcast jakey so how'd you play on the weekend mate personally, uh no, personally nothing special mate just backlines backlines a funny one in the wet because you, you all you basically have to do is just soccer it and punch You've it. Got to keep it in front. Got to Jackie. keep it in front, yeah. mate. It's cardinal yeah. sins to let yeah. it out the back. Good but man. Good we, man. we started our game a little bit later than usual, so we'll three forty start now. Yeah. This is something that the <laughs> uh, the inner sanctum of the football club um, heard me repeat this about a hundred times on Saturday afternoon. So I went out the back about twelve thirty. 
to double check the jumpers. So we all have our own jumper bags. Yep. Full quota of jumpers because I went to check if there was runner bibs, water bibs, you know, all the little all things, the just to make sure we're all set for um, game time. Um, I popped out of the club. I had to go to Bunnings to pick up a marquee because turns out one of the marquees was broken and no one said anything. So that's always good. So I had to go to Bunnings to pick up a marquee. Came back. We obviously had a, at about 2.30, we'd go into the rooms, get changed, have a talk and whatnot. Just before 2.30, I go, all right, I'll pop out the back, I'll go grab the jumpers. They'd gone. <laughs> Our jumpers had gone missing. And, but the worst thing is, the jumpers had gone, but the bag is still there. there. There was no reason for any other team to wear them. Threes weren't wearing them, fours weren't wearing them, the Colts weren't wearing them. Our fives who were playing away, they have their own set and they very rarely go out the back, so there'd be no reason for them to wear them. I've called every single coach from every single team saying, have you touched the jumpers? I interrogated the bar girl. I'm like, who have you seen go out the back? Who's walked out with a whole bunch of jumpers? She swore that she saw nothing. Um, so we had to play in our white clash strip yep. with black shorts. So it looked very village. It, uh, um, it sounds very village, mate. And probably one of the more successful football clubs in Australia in the history of football it is very village, mate. I'm stunned, and I, I did hear about it on the Saturday that, you know, we have years everywhere. Mate, what is going on? I, I had no, I can't, and I still don't know. Are they still gone? I still know. We, we found them. But see, this is the worst thing. The jumpers are in the far left corner of the storeroom. I left them there, for, per, perfectly folded, 1 to 28 or whatever we have in yeah. there. Perfectly folded. Someone has taken them out there and shoved them in a box in the opposite corner of the room and just like... We have like a kind of a, a merch um, cupboard, yeah, yeah. if you will, in our in our um, back storeroom with all these little cubes where all the socks, footy shorts, everything go. Just shoved them in a box and just in the right in the corner. So they moved them from one corner to the other. But the thing is, no one in my seven years I've been down there has <laughs> ever touched the jumpers or ever done that, and no one's admitted it. I got up there at coach's comment saying, "Come forward, I'm like it's yeah, it's not, all right. I just want to know who did it." It's the old, I'm not angry, I'm just yeah. disappointed kind of thing from and the president. It's it's a mystery. And I want to, I'm going to get a private investigator on this because I, I almost had a heart attack. No CCTV footage there uh, or anything, mate? No, nah, mate. Not, not, not at the AJ, mate. If you've seen our chain rooms, I don't think we can uh, probably afford CCTV. So, um, look, that was a was horrible good. start to my day, but we ended up having a, a, a solid win. I think we were by a, a few goals in the wet. So it absolutely bucketed down yeah. as well um, the whole time. So, look... Enough of us, Cal, because yep. we say every week, this isn't about us, yeah, this is isn't. about the Perth Football League. So we'll have a quick break, and coming up next, where's Wally? Where's Wally? Where's Wally? Did you say him? Where's Wally? Where, 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 where's Wally? All right, Cal, a few interesting results on the weekend. Probably due to the weather. Yep. But in saying that, there was actually some good goals scored over the weekend, wasn't there? Absolutely. And I've, I've, I've gone after a couple of teams that have actually scored pretty well. I want to go down to C4 first, Jake, because I haven't given them a lot of love on Where's Wally. I've, I've probably gone over them a pr- bit too often for my liking. But I'll start with Sterling defeating Naranda. Sterling 14-7-91, defeating Naranda 9-10-64. Look... This is the love they deserve. They're undefeated at the moment, Sterling. I believe they're the Saints, Jake. Is that correct? Sterling Saints, yeah. yeah. Richard Guelphie. Yeah, reserve. that's a good is deck there. there. I've, won a, I've won a junior football grand final on that on that deck. It's a really good deck. They are going really well. Haven't been beaten. Uh, super The super quick, very elusive Tremaine Hodder kicked four for Sterling. 
Jake, and it's good to see. I reckon he's about my height. So kicking fours, that's a bag for, for a small forward slash smaller player, which is good. Um, <clears throat> Hunter and Julie... <clears throat> oh, sorry, mate. Hunter and Julie chipping in with three also. It's just our time now to just... You can't sleep on the Saints, Jake. They're probably the team that's coming in the C4, which is good to see. Well, that was the first time I think we've mentioned the Sterling Saints. So uh, apologies to uh, Sterling, as we hadn't been able to mention on the podcast. But look, there's your plug. That's um, it. They're doing well in the C4. And that's it. If they keep doing well, Jakey will keep mentioning them. Now... <clears throat> We spoke about our A-grade games, Jake. But there was one clear game of the round for me. North Beach and Kingsway. North Beach, 9-6-60. Defeating Kingsway, 8-5-53. Obviously, they, they're two very strong clubs. They've got a lot of depth. They don't, really, they don't really have any weaknesses or anything across the ground. North Beach had some strong contributors. I mean, Sammy Lamont, I think, plays on a wing, and he's kicked two, which is really good to see. But both teams have big names, like Reed, Eckert, Brooks, Halligan, Bestry, our, my, my mate, Fermark, they all managed to kick a goal. So, look, they're having contributors from their better players, which is great, but that's a huge psychological win for North Beach. They go two games clear on top of the A-grade table, which I don't want to steal um, the thunder from our later segment. But, mate, it's a big game. North Beach is stamping their authority, Jakey. And, and I believe all their senior teams um, undefeated. Undefeated. So, 6-0. and They're ones, twos, thirds and fourths. The 24 games they've played have yet to register a loss. Now that that's pretty special, Mark. That's, that's very a, special, that's and I, I don't I don't I don't know if it's common practice across um, all leagues, but I'm sh- sure there's a few bar specials going on oh, at, at Charles Riley with all those all have those to wins. Be some some sort of free Carlton drives dished out there. <sighs> I was just thinking, like, who's got North Beach this week? I should have in the first, that. seconds, thirds, and fourths. Trini Aquinas. <laughs> oh, you got, you got North gra- Beach this week. All wow. grades playing North Beach, mate. So the boys have got to be switched on this week, playing teams that have not lost. So that's a that's a story for another time. Let's get on to C1 in um, our last... My well, last game for Where's Wally, because I don't want to take too much time this week because we've got another segment to introduce. But, Jake, I haven't mentioned... Another team I haven't mentioned, Thornley. Have you heard me mention Thornley this year? No, I haven't. No. So, man, I'm going to mention them because they've kicked 12 7 79 and they've defeated Baldivis 8 12 60. Baldivis has been telling us how good they've been. There's been a few boys there letting us know saying we need more airtime. But this is a huge win from Thornley. That's Baldivis' first loss, which is which is massive. And I think Thornley got a fourth or fifth. They're, they're thereabouts now. We haven't mentioned them, but now we need to start taking note. One that stood out for me, Baz Lenka kicked four for Thornley. Bailey Smith, so good on to the Baz Lenka there. I wonder if he's uh, any relations um, or if he's got the same... Fourth he's, cousin removed, I yeah, think. Yeah, you never know. There's a lot of Smiths out there. Michael Dawson managed to kick three. Matty Edwards kicked two. Mate, I went through Thornley's team sheet. They've got some cattle. They've got some actual players there. They've had Blake Johnson running around. He's a bizarre unit. The melt artist, Jaden Johnston, he's pretty handy as well. They've got some waffle experience. So I'm not going to forget about Thornley moving forward, Jakey. All right, we've got to make sure that we keep an eye on them because they are winning when that's when it needs to be done, especially against a side like Baldivis. Could be a low-key podcast favourite. Yeah, well, I reckon let's let's keep an eye on Thornley, all right? You know, we don't we don't dish out the th- favourite term willy-nilly, do we, Jake? We don't. <laughs> Mate, I'm happy to transition straight into our CTF women's update. 
Are you happy with that? I'm very happy with that. Like, Construction you know, Training Fund, always great supporters of the show. You know when you nod at me, everyone listening can't really hear that, Jake. Oh, that's just a twitch, mate. I do that often at work, asking my co-workers. The Constructed Trading Fund Women's Update, mate. Let's get into it while Jake nods at me, whether, asking whether or not it's okay. <laughs> right. I'll start with the C2, mate. Canning South Perth, 2-4-16, defeated Canning Vale, 2-1-13. Now, I love a close game. Jake, you know I'm all about the nail biters. It's a real test of character, and it's really sets your team forward. When you can win these close ones, mate, they had a lot of contributors canning South Perth, but I wanted to make mention Shania Graham. I think it's Shania. I'm not sure if that's... I nod to that. I apologise, but she kicked two stags for canning South Perth, and it's not often you can say you kick all your team's goals in a win. So to Shania, well done, congratulations to the canning South Perth girls. Well done on getting the W there. We'll go straight into C1 with Collegians, 3-3-21, defeating Willerton, just the solitary four points. But they were really, really good collegians. They managed to get the chockies. Uh, Kate Dixon managed to kick a snag, as did Alexa May Hopkins and Matilda Nelson. They had a lot of contributors, which is good. Willerton's Beth Laybourne tried hard all day. She's been a stalwart for them. She does a lot for that football club. So unlucky, unlucky to the Willow girls, but it's good to see the collegians girls getting a W there. Jake, you got anything to add there, Mark? Well, I'd give you a little shout out to to the uni girls as well. They uh, they had a, a game at James Oval yep. on on Saturday, so it was the first game oh, uh, was, since yeah. 1966. Is that against North Beach? That was too, against. Wasn't it? Uh, well, that's where I was going to lead to next. Oh, um, there was there was two games. Yeah. So one was against um, North Beach, which played first, which was our our C four women's. Yep. Um, and Hayden Marchetto was coaching. Oh, yeah, um, oh, the, the great North friend Beach. of the pod. Great friend of the pod. I did see him after the game, uh, and we held North Beach score, so it was a bit of nervous times for Hayden's job, oh, I think, at, at North no, Beach. no, I did not know that, Jake, but mm. I'm glad you interrupted me there. Because I wanted to save that to the end. So um, they did play at James Oval, as I said, uh, that's fi- a big 55 that's years, first time a game's been played there. Um, so Neil Donaldson, a great steward of the University Football Club, his last ever game was at James Oval, which is a great oh, bit of history. Wow. So he returned there, got to flip the coin. It was great. And then our, then our A-girls got to play Nolamara, and I think they, they kicked 14 goals. Yeah, they did well. I think so it was a 12-goal well. win. It was an awesome game. Day. Great. It's way better to watch football there than, than probably McGilvray Oval. Oh, you've been um, right amongst Because there was yeah. a bit of bit of atmosphere, and uh, you know, there was really nice um, decking because where they play um, cricket, uh, UWA there. Yeah. So that great is a place good to watch deck, footy. That is a very, it's awesome. And thank you for chiming in for my CTF Women's Update. We'll go to... The B grade in the girls, mate. Kenwick Angels, 6-9-45, defeating Coolblup, 1-3-9. Look, the Angels were in front all day, but Coolblup actually won the second quarter, Jake. So it's, it wasn't completely one-sided. It's actually Coolblup's first loss for the year. So I wanted to make mention that. The Kenwick Angels have really come to play on Saturday. Janet Young kicked three for Kenwick. That's a nice little addition for the side. And, mate, I just want to mention Coolblup because we're all about a family affair the Perth Footy Podcast, aren't we, Jake? We are. So there were four kickets playing around, running around for Cool Blood, mate. Did they kick it? Oh, you are terrible. But they probably did kick it. Well done, mate. You stole my gag, which I really want to use. But Monique, <laughs> Jamie Lee, Madeline and Adriana, I think it's awesome to see the family affairs running around. We made mention of the Kingsway boys a couple of weeks ago, so it's good to see that. And to finish off on the CTF Women's Update, mate, the game of the round for me... Warnborough 5 8 38 defeating North Beach 2 5 17. Um, two of the bigger clubs in the in the A grade women's going at it. Warnborough, a long way to travel to Charles Riley to, to get a W, but they've managed to do that, which is great. Um, 
they're sitting pretty on top of the ladder, mate. They're, look, they're looking pretty handy. Kristen, Kristen Rudler kicked two, which is great to see. Mate, unfortunately, the warmer men's side haven't, haven't registered a win yet, but the girls haven't registered a loss. So they are really stamping their authority on the competition, Jake. I think that's a really good women's update there, Cal. You've, you've oh, covered... And you came in with your effort and stuff like that. But I think well, you prompted me. Yeah, and it, and it is good. And it's good to mention that. Look, the, the girls, as we've said, women's footy is just growing bigger and better. And we must thank the Construction Trading Fund for sponsoring us and, and sponsoring women's footy. Well done, Cal. A very efficient CTF women's update. And of course, Wes Wall, everyone's favourite segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We've just had a very quick break, a couple of Blue Horses Carlton Dryer, which is the, the beer of choice in the Perth Football League, Cow, but we always drink responsibly, never in the change rooms, always in the club rooms. Remember that, Cow? Yep. And we did say in the intro that we had a very special guest, and we've had some, some special guests prior to um, Corey today, but... Very excited for this episode because on the Instagram, we did put up a little video today of Corey taking one of the great have you, hangers. Have, have you seen that video, Dells? You might have seen it. Said it today, first time. <laughs> give us, give, is, that, that's given a, is that our record amount of likes so far on a post? Yeah, I think we had the half ton, minimum. Yeah, I, think well, we, I think at the moment, that's the last time I checked. So first and foremost, Corey Delolio, welcome to the pot. Thanks for having me, Jake. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm stoked you're on, and you obviously yeah. seem stoked to be here as well, <laughs> giving up your own time. We're paying the big bucks to be on no, here. No, I enjoyed it. Um, give us a ballpark figure of how many times you've watched that video, because if that was me, yeah. it would be in the, the hundreds. Yeah, I, I got it sent to me so many times um, within the first sort of you know week or two, but I'd, I'd, realistically, I've probably watched it, I reckon, 50, being generous. And I, I remember after I took it, I think uh, Wade Toons said to me, he goes, gee, we've got a video, we've got a camera right behind us there too. He goes, you're gonna get a good view of that. Oh. And then, um, yeah, I think, um, who is it? Someone, somehow it got to me, um, you know, I think that night, and it sort of it went hit, around from it there. It hit the Twitter sphere straight away. Yeah, I oh, that's right. Yeah. I, do, I, yeah. do, I, do, I do like to give no, it a bit of a around. It was, um, we obviously didn't get the results, so uh, the Scarborough boys had the last laugh in the end, but um, well, yeah, it was a bit of oh, fun. Because that was in a short. final, wasn't well, it? It was well, a brilliant game. You know what's special about that final? You know, I mentioned earlier about kicking all the team's goals in a game. Dells, is that something? Did yeah. kick five? Yeah, five of the five, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, mate. That level of footy, it's unbelievable, eh? especially as a small. So I'm glad, we've, I'm glad we brought that up early, mate. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. We can go over it again if you need. <laughs> but you can take a dangle. But you, that's, some, that's in your repertoire, isn't it? Is yeah. that the best one you, you reckon you've taken? Yeah, I reckon. I think so. Um, we'll talk about it at footy, and probably I actually took this one um, at training, like – three weeks into my first season at Boys of the Curse. And um, it was just in like match practice or something. And a couple of the boys have said that one's better. And down the same end, same sort of thing. Um, Who's the poor teammate you've stuck your knee? Um, please say Darcy Raider. No, it wasn't. It's, um, it's actually, um, his name's Cody Neuhouse. It's Ryan Neuhouse's brother. Oh, yeah. He played a year with us um, in my first year down there in, um, must have been 2019. Yeah. And um, yeah, got on the back of him, which was good. But um no, so probably out of those two, yeah. yeah but I haven't right. had that many, but yeah, a couple of like, well, I guess. Not, not necessarily a role, but mate, look, while we got you here, we're, look, we're very interested in, you are, like, you've been a, been around long enough in footy and you're doing a lot, but talk us through, like, mate, 
go from the get-go, how do you get into it, where'd you grow up and where you're playing and, and what led you to where you are now? Yeah, um, yeah. obviously grew up as a young kid that loved footy, like you know, most of us, and uh, grew up down sort of um, Fremantle way, like Spearwood, Coogee sort of uh, um, way of town, and ended up sort of playing that Auskick sort of thing for about three years, I think, because I was that keen to play as a young fella, and then um, made my way through you know, the junior ranks at, um, I actually started at Coburn uh, Footy Club. Yep. Uh, then the age we were playing in, about, I think about 13s, they they ran out of players as the club was starting to struggle and I found my way to South Coogee and ended up playing the next sort of three or four years there and then obviously going through the ranks of um, the development squads at South Fremantle um, and then you know went that way and found my way playing Colts footy which obviously went on to league footy and then uh, found my way at Essendon after about three years of league footy at South Fremantle. Yeah, now were you with the Essendon getting drafted, that's pretty special but how you weren't what were you, 20? I just turned 21. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. were they? did you know it was sort of know it was coming or were they interested at that stage? Yeah, it was, it was a bit odd. I, um, I had a pretty solid year, pretty consistent. So I always had I had a little bit of interest throughout the year, but uh, but nothing too major. Uh, and then sort of, I think North Melbourne came to my house, full, you know, the full uh, kit caboodle, met the family and everything. I thought, oh, yeah. okay, well, they must be my best chance and uh, things like that. And Essendon didn't say boo. And then the day before, they pretty much rung me and, um, interviewed, well, spoke to me for about half hour to an hour, and then by the end of the phone call, pretty much guaranteed me they'll take me. Um, and I was a bit sort of blown away by it. By the end of it, I wasn't sure what to expect or do. And um, with the rookie, I think back then it was online and about eight in the morning, and I kind of um, wasn't sure if I could go to work or not, so I just delayed it a little bit. And luckily enough, I, you know, I, did, I did get picked up, and and so the rest is history. Yeah. You mentioned you got asked some questions by North Melbourne and Essendon. What do they actually ask you? Because I don't, I don't know how they can, you know, guarantee a pick yeah. from just, you know, asking exactly. a you know, handful of questions. Spot on. Um, I can barely remember, but I do remember the state screening and you, and me and um, another bloke, Freddie Clutterbuck, we were sitting yeah, next to each other and we were talking and we were getting these, like, questions and it was like, you know, where would you, what would you do at a, at a party? Would you be the main main man or would you be quiet in the corner? Me and Freddie both said quiet in the corner, you know? <laughs> But uh, it was lots about being like an introvert or an extrovert and things like that. So, of course, me and Freddie went down that introvert path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, probably smart. that probably got you on the list, Mark. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to lie a little bit, don't yeah, you? It'll... Yeah. But well, as you're right, Jake, there's no, um, you know, those sort of questions. It's funny where they put that in terms of, you know, your footy ability and things like that. It's an interesting one. Now, you end up going, you end up going back to South for, what, a couple of years before? Yeah, I... Um, after, after, yes. Yeah. yeah, so I came back to um, Perth in 20... 16 um, and played. I played one year, then I actually had, I had to sit out a year with a suspension and then played another two years after that. So I was there for three or four years, depending how you look at it. Yeah, you, yep. mate, you mentioned the suspension, and obviously, unless you've been living under a rock as a football supporter, Jake, you, you pretty much know everything that happened at Essen. Mate, look, we won't delve too much into it, but I know speaking to you, speaking to blokes like Nick Comer and, yep. and other guys like that, look, it was something that, that really got you closer to a few of the boys there and you had to really get through it together and it would have been tough. Mate, is that is that sort of right? That's yeah, 100% yeah. right. Yeah. And, um, you know, funnily enough, tonight I'm catching up with four guys over here for dinner who, you know, Trav Collier, Dave Myers and Brendan Lee and, you know, because not, you know, we're friends for our different regions but um, as a whole group, not only the year was suspended but the, probably the tour, because it went for three or yeah, four it years, did, it, yeah. you know, just brought that group, you know, a lot closer together. We kind of had a lot of, um, you know, outside noise and adversity and things like that and um, it made us as a group stick together and at times we played some really good footy um, I think because we were so close yeah. and um, the year I was suspended I wasn't in Melbourne I was back in Perth but 
I know that group you know, really stuck together. They um, you know, did some good things. They, and then went away. They even went away for a period of time as well together, and then you know did their own thing for a while. And but you know, the that that thirty four to forty, you know, whatever it was, have, have all definitely sort of stayed in touch. And yeah, you know, it's been a bit of a special bond at times as well. Yeah, yeah that's good, mate. And, um, <clears throat> that was year off footy. Like how was that? Yeah, for you? like like it would have been tough, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. I um, I remember rocking up for a two k the night before. <laughs> um, the hearing was coming out. And Adam Goodley Mana goes. You are wasting a 2K here, mate. You are wasting it. What are you doing, you know? And I think I still had in my head and would be right, sort yeah. of thing, you know? And, um, you know, true Adam's word. And yeah. you know, he texted me the next morning saying, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, you know, um, you know, so I was fully invested in the, you know, I was fully ready to go for that year. I think it was early January or early Feb. And, um, yeah, as simple as just, um, you know, watching the news, yep, no, nah, we're suspended or, yeah. you know, um, got a year out and, Early on, I think the first two or three months, I found it pretty hard to just adjust, and I'd never really had any serious injuries, so I hadn't um, yeah. been used to sitting out, and and this was fully not being involved in the club. So going from being there every day and um, to completely nothing at all was pretty tough early, I think. Um, but then, you know, as time went on, I tried to just sort of work on a few things, and ended up sort of planning trips down south and things like that, just to sort of break it up and, yeah. and do things I wouldn't do if you were playing if you were playing footy on the weekend as well. So. By the back end of the year, I was I enjoyed it, um, but it was tough earlier. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and mate, like obviously now you're at Curtin Uni Wesley, yep. and then mate, what, how'd you get down there? Because I know that there is a pretty strong South Rio connection there. But yeah, yeah it's um, it's happened for probably five or six years now. It started with um, like a guy like Morgan Cooper and a couple of those boys. They um, went down to Curtin Wesley, and then that made us sort of go and watch games and um, have a few beers with the boys and things like that. So then that was probably yeah five six years ago. Then from then um, Chris Miller went there, Toby Bairstow went there, Sam Fielding, and the list sort of went on and just sort of grew and grew from there. With um, you know and Craig White, um, he was also very good mates with a couple of those older guys like Cam Taylor and that through their um, yeah, yeah. You know, school days and things like that. So it, it just I, I don't there was no real reason originally, but. Um, it just started and it kind of went from there and boys kind of realised like every club you know, it was a good club it was a fun place to be and yeah, um, yeah it's 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 um, come to the point where Craig was coach and he was you know, he's one of my best mates and I was working with him and he got offered the gig and and he sort of said yeah well, I'll take it on but you know, you, you know you're coming with me Corey so um, <laughs> I didn't have much choice in the matter really at that yeah. stage I was working with him and um, away I went and yeah three or four of us boys were all finishing at the same time and we all went down there so it was good fun nice mate yeah, I know, obviously, you guys have had a fairly long, sustained period of success over probably since 2013, you featured, or 2012, you've won, you know, some B-grade flags, and you obviously have had a long stay in A-grade. Uh, you won the B-grade flag in 2019, I believe, and you lost, I think, one game, no, or you didn't lose? Undefeated that, yeah. Undefeated that yeah, game. Yeah, Come on, re- I, research, I, I knew it was one or none. Now, Rezzy's lost the second semi for their first game, and then won the grand final, and we won undefeated, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was obviously a good year to be at Wesley Curtin, for sure. Got a small night. I mean, and and I and I made sure I'm going to mention this. What's it like playing with Darcy Reader? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Darcy's probably messaged you to make sure he puts something in there, you know, so he gets his little claim of fame. But Darcy's, um, he's a great person to have around the club. Old Darcy knows everyone. Um, very good fun, and um, his football ability is pretty good. He thinks it's a lot better, I think. But um, no, nah, he's he's great to play with. He's become one of our great mates, and uh, he's very good around the club, and. Um, is he still playing, Darcy? Well, he's running around with the, yeah, in the twos, wasn't he, on the weekend? Yeah, he's, um, 
he's done a groin and he's been out for three or four weeks and now he's coming back through the twos and it's um, looking tough for him at the moment. <laughs> he goes away for two. I think he's got um, a wedding and a Bucks party the next couple oh, of weeks that, as that well. Helps. So I'm not sure how well that'll go down. I'm not sure if the coach knows that yet. Mate, <laughs> um, and speaking of the coach, <laughs> yeah. mate, you, so we're talking about Saturdays, Jake. You've got a long Saturday as a president. But, you know, when, you, when you're coaching a footy, footy side as well on the same day that you play, it's always tough. So you're, co- you're coaching the, the coach, twos. Coaching the reserves, mate. Yeah, yeah mate. How's that going? So what's Saturdays like and, you know, how are you finding that? Yeah, well, I was helping... Be- as uh, Jake said, in 2019, I was um, we all got it down, and Benny was Benny Saunders was the twos coach, and and he said he'd do it with the provo, so that I sort of helped him out. So I was had always yeah. sort of stuck my um, finger in a little bit and was helping out where I could, but uh, then kind of let it go a little bit last year, and uh, the club asked me as Benny had stepped away, and, and I was kind of pretty keen to do it, and you know didn't really sort of think about it too much, but um, jumped in, and and act, to be honest, I've been loving it. I really love getting around the boys. It's a good young group that um, you know really invested in their footy, and it's good fun, but. The days are long. Um, <laughs> my first game in round one, I was playing as well, which hasn't featured too many times this year. But um, I was—I think I was that worn out by um, the start of the game that I couldn't even really move or do anything because I was just so nervous about coaching the twos and you know yeah. talking to them and things like that. And I kind of do stuff up my speech every now and again, so I was worried about um, them laughing at me and things like that. But uh, got there in the end. I've got a bit of a sort of routine now that I sort of try and step away halfway through the third, yeah. and then um, sort of Get try and warm up. Like. And I've got we've got two young guys that have both done their ACLs actually, um, and they've sort of committed to me as well. So I'm kind of let them sort of take over most of it and give them that role as well, which they're enjoying. And um, so I just kind of step away and it kind of get was trying to get myself right. A couple of light-hearted ones to finish, Jake. Because look, Corey's been a member of like, he's a member of a lot of good teams. A lot of good organisations with a lot of good cultures and all that sort of stuff. But mate, I wanted to ask you, like, where does the small forward cartel rank as is as the organisation slash teams that you're a part of? Like, it's a pretty big deal, isn't it? I've been trying to get like let Jake know the importance of the small forward cartel and what it means to me and a lot of footballers throughout WA. But I wanted to hear it from you, and I wanted all our listeners yeah. to hear how important the small no, forward it's cartel is. No, it's easily number one, mate. Like when you um. I've got a note, my Twitter has a notification when you tweet. I get an alert because it's usually about the small Ford cartel, and I need to be there to back you up. So it's very important. We have dark old days sometimes, us yeah, guys. We, we do, mate. It's tough. Um, but you know, so we have to stick together, and we, we definitely get our grief from guys, um, you know, over the fence here and there. So we all have to stick together. Hey, so, mate, you think you have grief? I'm a slow back pocket, mate. I have to chase you. Yeah, no, 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 you're a wingman. <laughs> oh, I had to play out of necessity because we. No, well, I'd like to think I'm. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you'll take no, that. Down. You guys, it's, it'd be much better to be a small forward than a small defender. I'd tell you. Oh, that you're much. joking. No, no, no. So, so, so if you want me to play on Corey, you think I'm going to have fun? No, you know, it's not all about you, mate. What I'm saying is, it, it's small forwards, it, it's tough, mate. It's tough. Your whole because you get to pack. snap and kick goals. No, no, no. But it's dictated by you. Never kicked away. You never, no. you never the long release kick, are you, Dells? No. You, you, you got to get to the forward. You're dictated by your small, your tall forward. You can do whatever you want in that forward no, line, you, Callum Wally. Honest, if the boys don't kick to me. I'll do yell at them. So yeah. they do try kicking me a fair bit. I just have to sit next to my man with the the arm across and just nudging the whole game. And in the wet, it's even worse. Nah, yeah, it's no, nah, it's 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 tough being part of the small forward. We don't have a lot of stats either. And, and Dells no. will bring this up as well, Jake. At least you, you get to run when a points kick. You just go get a yeah. cheap kick, bang. Your hands on the footy and you're in the gun. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, sometimes now, you can go. Yeah. Now it's even harder for us. We've got to start 25 meters back. 
and try and chase and do all that. Oh. I don't make the rules, mate. You no, guys no, get no. to kick goals no, and no. the hero afterwards in the club room. If you know, I, I get a couple of spores, a couple of kicks, a few turnovers, and then I'm in the force. <laughs> Talking about heroes, I'm not sure there's much of a hero on Saturday when um, oh. one of the small Ford cartel ran into an open goal. And I, I did hear this, and I have seen the footage, and I'm going to obviously get it up on social media after yeah. this. Mate, you you've missed a sitter against... Um, <laughs> you did obviously play Wesley Curtin on the weekend. Cal yeah. Corey was nursing a hamstring when it was 25 mils of rain, so it's obviously <laughs> played up a little bit. But, Cal, if you want to be in the small Ford cartel with Corey yeah. full-time, you've got to finish those you've goals. You've got to kick those. And, and look, to our listeners, you, it will go up on our socials and you'll see it, but the, one of the first blokes I saw coming out of the change rooms was... Our great mate Dells, and the first thing he asked, like, mate, what are you doing? He pointed at the spot, and I was like, mate, yeah, no, I just, I don't know. Look, it was just a, I, to be honest, maybe I had the celebration in my head too early, which, you know, Dells and I all about. Sometimes when you know, you just be like, oh, if this goes through here, yep. we're a couple of goals up, and I'm up at about here. And maybe I was just stunned that the ball was in my hands. Maybe I was a bit far out. I was only 15 metres. I don't know. But it wasn't a good miss, was it? Mark? Yeah. It was shocking. No, that's awesome, Cal, because you've just turned Corey's segment into your own. So we'll, we'll probably get you on as a special guest next week. Yeah, though. okay. I'll okay. interview you. <laughs> Mate, at least, at least I might get some good content out of that. Mate, there is one thing. that, I, and yeah. I know it's been on Wally Box before, Jake, but I think for someone who's capable of kicking goal of the year but also taking mark of the year, I wonder... Uh, no, that's not you, Mark. I wanted to ask Dells, like, mate, what would you prefer to do? Like, as, as far as taking an absolute screamer like we've seen or yep. kicking the goal of the year, what would what would it be for you, Mark? I actually um, I actually heard your part about this last, last <laughs> week. Was it last week? Yeah, it might yeah, have been. Yeah. This would be on Pink and Tiger Day as well, or yeah, like one of your yeah, events. Yeah, and yeah. I knew your, your reason of Mark of the Year, because you, you, know, you haven't actually done it, but yeah. I have, so I'm... But <laughs> I'm still going to go with Mark of the Year. I'm yeah. going to enjoy the Mark. Yeah, yeah. getting up yeah. there. But yeah. what if you like? What if you? Oh, but what if you kick goal of the year down that, then your end of on Pink Tiger Day yeah. against a club like North Beach or a massive one? That'd be, mate. Well, yeah, but eighty-five percent of the girls aren't even watching. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Nah. Yeah, all right. No, nah, Mark, Mark all day. For Mark of the Year. Okay, yeah, well there we go. Did Did you finish that goal off when you took that screamer? Yeah, I did, did you yeah. kick? So yeah, yeah. Look, the, the mark. In my opinion, if you take a screamer and you and miss the goal, yeah. it lessens yeah, the mark because you got to finish your good work. Yeah, everyone gets around you. Yeah, so he good. kicks his goals. Yeah, cow, yep. So he makes well. But anyway, we appreciate uh, your time, Corey, and we we thank you very much for coming on. Um, and we wish you the best luck for the rest of the year. I, I hopefully, Wesley Kurt, next time you play us, you don't belt us by eight goals. But um, yeah, mate, maybe helps. belt TAs. Yeah, it helps it with a Delolio hamstring injury. Trust me, they're a lot, yeah. they're a lot harder. So lot it's still a bit tight face. when you play uni next, mate. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate yeah, yeah, 100%. Awesome. Yeah. No. Appreciate you, Corey. Thanks a lot. Appreciate being on to us. We'll see you next time. Jake, we are very excited for this new segment. To all our listeners, look, there has been a bit of feedback. There hasn't been enough of Jake Colvin time. So, guys, this is our first instalment. We'll see how it goes of Jake's and Ladders, which is we must give a shout-out to Ducktronic from the Purple Rain podcast for giving us the idea. But, Jakey, this is going to be our segment, or should I say your segment, on the ladders and how everything's shaping up across the league. Well, it's essentially taken me eight episodes to you know get my own little bit of air time. But as I said, Cal, at the start, we've said it many times throughout the episodes – Probably the, the less we speak about ourselves, the better. And we yep. do need more segments. So, and, and it was a great little segment there by, by Corey Delolio, who was an excellent guest. But yeah, you're right. We're going to go through the ladders every week. Um, we're going to choose you know, three or four leagues 
to touch on. Um, this week it's going to be A grade, B grade, and uh, the C one grade. Just to go through ladders, see where they're positioned, the top five, who's looking good for finals, um, who's you know breathing down that kind of finals race, um, and then we're going to change that up every week so people get you know a little bit um, of a gauge of um, what's going on in that competition. So uh, to kick it off, we we may as well start with A grade. Obviously the competition um, that we're both in. Cal, um, North Beach sitting pretty on top, 6-0. and 6-0 and is flying. As we yeah. did say, that's not just their A grade. A lot of their senior teams, um, their 1s, 2s, 3s and 4s yep. are all 6-0. So, it's a good spot to be, mate. It's a great spot to be, but the best thing about North Beach there, 193.98%. Oh, so massive. Healthy mate. percentage yeah. as well. Um, but you could change that this week, um, Cal, with yep. TAs coming up against North Beach. Uh, Curtin Uni... Four and two, Kingsway, four and two, TAs, four and two, Uni, four and two. So that rounds out the top five. Very congested from two down to five, all on the same points with obviously percentage being the main differentiator there. So what are your thoughts on that, Cal? That's that's good, mate. And I think that that typifies the A-grade comp and how close it actually is. Anyone on their day can get the dub. Anyone on their day, if they're a little bit off, can obviously can drop a game that you probably wouldn't expect them to. So it's it's... It's pretty close at the top, and I think North Beach are in the in the prime position at the moment. What are your thoughts on the people that are kind of floating around that uh, top five mark? So we've got Freo, CBC, North Freo, and Scarborough all close-ish well, I think around that. Scarborough will come, you'd think, wouldn't they, Jake? I, I know they've that, got a few injuries. Scarborough. Yeah, okay. So I reckon you'd expect them to probably they'll probably get a few get a few guys back over the next couple of weeks. So they'll be they'll be a team that you you need to front up for. So they'll they'll definitely come and. and and try and get into the top five. CBC have been good for a number of years, so you can't, you can never ride them off. And and um, and North are always thereabouts. So it's going to be, it's going to be good to watch Jakes and ladders unfold over the next few weeks with the A grade Jake. I'd imagine so. And now, if you couldn't pick, obviously TAs or University, who's who's your, you know, your dark horse to to make a run uh, in September? So I, well, I wouldn't call him a dark horse. But I think after out of all the clubs, I like Curtin Uni Wesley, mate. I think you know, technically they should be our rivals at TAs. But there's a lot of blokes in there that you, you definitely love having a Carlton drive with after the game. So they're going to be my bet to to really push um, into September, despite um, our boys getting the chockies on the weekend. Moving on to B grade and similar uh, fashion. There's there's one clear on the top, and that's the Basso boys. So they're six and zero. Yes. With the the percentage isn't isn't amazing. Well, it's not great. It's it's, a, it's 132 percent. Yeah. And then the interesting uh, thing is one or a second five and one with 183 percent. Well, so yeah, okay. they've obviously had a couple of good wins um, to boost that percentage. Then we have Bull Creek Leaming five and one, Ocean Ridge a fourth. Four and two, and West Coast are three and three. So some pretty interesting results there, considering um, Basso is six and zero, oh, um, and Wanneroo has the healthy percentage. So as yeah. soon as Basso drops one, and Wanneroo kept going the way they are, Wanneroo could be first. Yeah, it's interesting, and I think West watch West Coast as well, Jake. I mean, they were last year's finalists; they'll be thereabouts. They've they've dropped a couple of close games, so that's um, it's actually pretty pretty tight at the top at the B grade. Well, it we is. said it was going to be a tight competition in that one. There were definitely a lot of teams that, uh, that look pretty good and have really good teams on paper. So, And Mount Lawley and Whitfords are both uh, two and four just outside um, that top five. So there's obviously room um, to grow there for those clubs. 
Moving on to C1, and, and this will just round out the introductory segment of what Jakes and Ladders is, um, so we don't get too, you know, data analytical. Yeah, um, I like it. Because we're more of an informative podcast as yeah. opposed to going data-driven. And it, and it gives the opportunity for people to give feedback on Jakes and Ladders, which we're all about. We all want to get, we both want to get better each week, don't we? It go? could be pulled next week at this rate. Yeah. We, we don't know, but look, we're, we're here to try new things. Um, C1, uh, Bal Divis. They're five and one on top, um, with Kalamunda and Carlisle both four and one with the draw as well. Oh, yeah. So that's what uh, separates um, those clubs from Bow Divers up at the top. There, Thornley a fourth, four and two, and Melville a three and three, with Willerton and Jandicott also on three wins, three losses, with just percentage yeah, well, yeah, being wow. that's, affecting that's, them. That's a real tight comp in the C grade, Jake. So. That'll be yeah. That'll be interesting to see and, and watch play out over the next couple of weeks. And the draw, we do love a draw. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. that's always funny the way that works out towards the end of the year because that could either put, prop yeah. you up onto you know the, the upper echelon of, of the top five, or it could see you fall out of the top five. Could so be the difference. Hopefully, yeah. those two teams, Carlo and Kalamunda, um, they can continue their good form and, and stay in the mix. But uh, very very interesting results there in the C grade. So. Ladies and gentlemen, very quick rack up, rack, wrap up, rack up, wrap up of those three grades. And as we said, I really like Jake to ladders so far, mate. I really do. I appreciate that. You're probably the one person who does. So moving forward, we'll touch on a few different grades every week to make sure all teams get mentioned because teams love messaging us after the pod and say we appreciate the shout out. So. I haven't seen any more Basso merch in in my mailbox, but oh, hopefully hope we, we, get we get a bit more um, coming through. So shout out to those Basso boys. And Cal, we've saved the best segment to last, as every week. Yep. Quick break, coming up next, Wally Box. Or you can trade it all in for what's in this box. The box, the box. We always save the best for last, Jakey. It is time for Wally Box. It is everyone's favourite segment. We say that about a lot of our segments, but this one is actually our favourite segment. Mate, we've got, to get, we've got to get right into it. What are the people saying? What do they want to mention this week? So as we said, we're a very advanced podcast and, and we like to you know spread our, rings, uh, our, our wings. Sorry, I can't speak this afternoon. We've had a shocker. We've had a shocker. Spread our wings um, to make sure we cover all topics. So we're not just a question-based podcast. We yep. like to get you know a few plugs out there and... And Geordie, who obviously, uh, or Jaw underscore D, yeah, yeah. that's why he spelt it, he's obviously a warm bro swans boy. He is. Um, and he sent us a video of uh, some mouse racing Yep. at the footy club. So he wants everyone to, to get around the mouse racing. Apparently that's a big event for, for the boys and girls down at Warmbro. So hopefully if, if you're in the Warmbro area, I reckon get down. Mouse racing is, I'm sure that'll be a lot of fun. They, they're, they're known for having quite uh, extravagant times when it comes to Saturday nights at that football club, I believe, Jakey. So I think we might have to sign up there next we'll, we'll, next year. Cal. We'll keep an eye on them. They, you know, and hopefully the the boys, especially the girls, are flying. But the boys can get it if they can get a win on the day and then go into mouse racing. What a day that's going to be for them. Uh, Chalk Panther twenty eight. Nate oh. Hanson. He's a podcast favourite. We had he him is. on the other week, yep. and he's actually he sent in a couple of things. One to me, one to you. Yep. He just wanted to make sure everyone knew that you missed a, a wide open goal on the weekend from about 20 out. So he just made, wanted to make sure that that I'll was mentioned again. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. Thanks for letting us know. Look, he messaged me as well. He wanted to let us know, Jake, that it's that Gosnell's C2 reserves, which we're keeping an eye on, 19 10 1 1, right? But apparently, 
the Chop Panther that is Nathan Hanson. He's had 35-plus, he reckons. So not 35, he's had 35-plus and 4-1 out of the midfield. I don't know who's doing those stats, yeah, Cal, I, because I would like him to come and count my games. Yeah. <laughs> if, he's, if he's giving Chalk Panther that many stats, then I'd be hopefully getting to the, the double figures Something, someday. Something's going on, and there's a fair chance he's doing his own stats, but we, we might have to get some video footage or something, because if the Panthers playing that well in, in Was in it 35 game, minutes on the field or 35 touches? Oh, oh actually, good, good point. Maybe that's it. It Maybe could have been 35 yeah, minutes on the, we'll, on the field. We'll, we'll have to look and into that. four kicks and one... Yeah. Handball. Yeah, so that's probably okay. what it was. So <laughs> thanks for sending in Chop Panther. Next one is from Tumble Tech. So this is a, Ooh, yeah. a Wembley Footy Club, a very popular man, uh, Tumble Tech. And I'm very sorry. I apologise to Alex Zulberti. Now, he kicked nine last week, and I said I was going to mention it on the pod, and I, oh. and I just completely slipped my mind because we get so engaged with all the content that we've got flying through, something slipped through the cracks. So I apologise, Zulbs. I, I used to live with him very briefly back in the day. Yeah. Uh, he did kick nine. He's kicked six on the weekend, Ooh, 15, and he's kicked tw- twenty goals in three three weeks. Yeah, wow! So I dare say he would be leading uh, the E one goal kicking quite comfortably. Yeah, but I'd like to probably dive a little further into that and see the exact number that he's kicked. I'm sure he'd be able to tell us off the top yeah, of his we'll, head. Yeah, we'll we'll put that that ball in his court. Look, court. I've got one here, Jakey. This is from Sugar Whittleston. Mark now, Whittleston, yeah, TA's favourite. Yeah, he's a good man. Now, he actually posed a pretty interesting question. Jeremy Power, our captain, in the last quarter on the weekend, cannoned into the goalpost. Defensive effort, it was massive. Cannoned into it, and that thing was shaken for ages. Mate, you asked the question, like, what would happen if that came out of the ground at that point in the game in the last quarter? Let's say, you know, remember Lee Matthews, that famous footage of him breaking the goalpost, what point post? What if Jeremy Power had gone into that and it came down? What happens there? And it snapped. Yeah, it's literally out of the ground, probably from the bottom. What do you reckon? Well, you'd, you'd probably think that it would. Yeah, it's, probably it's a tough be, one. Like, I've probably actually have to be uh, caught off or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, that's. Well, I thought maybe they find one of those little, you know, those Aussie green poles. Ones. They use. Yeah, yeah you know, there'd have to be something. Like, I don't. I know there's a lot of football clubs around the area that wouldn't have a spare goalpost laying in the back of their change rooms. So it's an interesting one, mate. And Something that, I wouldn't want to think about. We'll go. We'll, we can go, go to maybe the listeners and see if they they know the rule books or anything like that. But you, as president, mate, you'd freak out if that happened. I would probably start crying. Yeah, close to. That, that's something I don't want to figure out. If I if I get so worked up over a few missing jumpers, I would hate to to see what would happen if a goalpost snapped. And that's you, mate. Look, I've got one last one here for for Wally Box. If you're happy with this, I'm mate. happy with this, Cal. Look, it's been a long look, pod, mate. Yeah, it's been a long pod. But to finish off, mate, look, we've got some loyal listeners. We've got some real loyal listeners around the shop traps, but there's one team that's jumped right on board and they're winning, and they're winning in style each week. It's the Trinity 10Bs, mate. They are flying, and they deserve, they apparently, they look, they've been listening to a lot. They're big fans. They're coached by a pretty good individual um, you know, who knows his footy and, and doing a lot right. But the 10Bs, they've got a lot going on. They've just said, look, can we give a shout-out to, to Jake because they reckon you're a legend. The other bloke, they think there's a bit of a peanut at times. But, you know, we've got guys, got for our listeners, the Ted B's are coached by myself. And we've got we've got some characters in that team, Jakey. So I'm giving them a bit of love. They wanted to be mentioned. We've got the rig. He's 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 pretty special. We're getting some uh, podcast merch. I believe you're organising it, um, we'll, Cal. So we'll get some podcast merch uh, sent out um, to, to the, the 10Bs. To the 10Bs. We'll give them a bit of love. Maybe some Players Player Award or some oh, sort of awards that we can yeah. do. Yeah. It'll go to the rig most weeks because he's a cl- he's a 
they love him down there, mate. So it's good to say we've at least got probably 15 or 20 listeners. Oh, mate, it's, it's gone for all the year 10, so I reckon there's even a bit more. But I just wanted to give them a bit of love, give them a bit of a shout-out, because they've been, they've been loving us at the moment. Shout-out to the 10 Bs, as Cal said. So I reckon that probably does us, Cal. That's it, it, it has long. been a long pod, um, but look, we could speak Amos footy for, for hours time. and hours, mate. So... Appreciate your time, Cow. Best of luck against North Beach on the weekend in the pouring rain. You too, Jakey. And hopefully uh, we both have a few kicks. Not likely, but we might. We might. Well, no, nothing's guaranteed in this life. <laughs> As we say every week, get down the footy, watch your team, get around the boys, and always get local.